hello and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Welcome back to another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. I am Harland Spinks. Uh, I'm going to be the captain this week. Uh, joined with me, as always, are my syphilitic <laughs> swashbucklers, oh my God. Kyle and John. <laughs> I can't I see you. Come closer. I'm losing my vision <clears throat> from the syphilis. <laughs> my skin is falling off in uh-huh. chunks. Uh, I've also got wait, scurvy. I was gonna say, I think scurvy is the one that you need. You need citrus, right? That's yeah. the one Pass you need. Me an orange. Yeah, <laughs> or a, a shitload more oranges if you want to take your time with it. Um, we are gonna be talking about this one for me. Kind of is nostalgic in a way because I think I can speak for all of us. We grew up with internet, like the computers and things in our homes at a later stage in our lives than what people do now like you know 95 everybody had windows 95 and there were chat rooms and email chains and things like that so i don't know why i thought about this but um we're going to talk about advanced fee frauds or advanced fee scams better known as the nigerian prince scam Fuck so yeah dude let's let's dive in So, do you? What is your guys's familiarity with the Nigerian prince scam? I know a limited amount, other than the fact that somebody contacts you, tells you that they're a prince. The only way that they can get the money is if you help them, and they're going to give you some of it. Or like they have a relative that's come into a massive amount of wealth, and somehow yes. you benefit. You got to give them money for them to give you back more on your investment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's the gist of it. Yeah. Um so the reason why I feel like this is kind of for me at least is kind of nostalgic is like this was like one of the first like internet scam things that that came about with like the you know consumer versions of computers and everybody being able to use the internet this was like the first sort of like exploit in like a major way i remember hearing about these all the time when i was like 12 13 Mm -hmm. you know um when like one of the things to beware of (laughs) on the internet I mean, it's still kind of even, I see it referenced, I think I saw it referenced last week even. Yeah, it's been turned into a meme for sure. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But so there's a, there's obviously a lot of different, it still exists and there there's different names for it from throughout history. This is another one that's kind of like the memes episode where this has a, a long history behind it. So basically it is called a Nigerian letter scam because in Nigeria, the code for this type of fraud is a 419. There's, so this does specific specifically code for this kind of thing, like oh, uh, yeah, for advanced like, fee frauds, you know, cop signals. Like I'm gonna, you know, do a, a 605 yeah. kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. yeah, gonna pull a 419 this weekend, guys. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not a cop. I don't know what I just referenced. It could be 
it could be really bad what you just said it could be Let's, nothing it could be it like could also a, be a kernel of popcorn you know is you, that you or is that a kernel of popcorn <laughs> that's how specific the police code is <laughs> yeah police radio so, codes so the way that these work is basically they somebody sends out tens of thousands of emails uh to you know from an email list that they've collected um and basically 419 messages or nigerian print scams they seek, like you said, a small investment on the part of the recipient in return for the promise of a huge profit. Then, <laughs> then obstacles start to come up that require like more investment or, uh, you know, on the way for the payout, which, you know, never quite arrives, mm -hmm. um, which seems kind of ludicrous that like anybody would buy into it, but it fucking works a lot. <clears throat> yeah. So most of these scams that go unreported, uh, they have the average take from uh, those that we know about is around five grand per American Ooh. victim. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so the numbers can get up there uh, if you scam enough. Uh, I don't want to call them dummies, <laughs> but gullible people. How about that? American <clears throat> citizens, helpful, yeah. good doers who want a little, want a lot. What's the word I'm looking for? Pad their pockets a bit while they're being sure. good Samaritans. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, but some of these schemes. Opportunistic. Yeah. Some of these scams, uh, I have two examples here. One uh, scammed 600 grand from a Czech retiree. And another one uh, netted $5.6 million from a U.S. businessman. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't feel so bad about the businessman in this scenario, to be honest. Does people do people just have that? Wait, it's okay. This dude's doing business. This dude's making yeah, he's bills. A, he's, a he's a businessman. He had five point six like, million dollars to lose. So just to throw out a Nigerian prince and maybe he'll get a return on it. Maybe he was just like, whatever. This is like my fucking lunch money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what was the prince <clears throat> promising? Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't. I, there's so many fucking examples of the. I tried to find specific ones. I have a really funny one we'll get to later. Um, what the, did the prince promise? <laughs> um, probably more <laughs> ventures, more capital from another business or some petroleum. A lot of it has to do with petroleum. So weird. The advance fee scam is Jelly? like. <laughs> No, 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 you almost choked Kyle to death. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to take a big old swig of my hard seltzer. And, uh, John hit me with the jelly. Look, the jelly game is strong, uh, especially in Nigeria. If I know anything about Nigeria, it's their jelly game is their on jelly point. is fantastic. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's top. Of the, it's really top of the spicy. Game, really. It's spicy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what? They, they, no yeah, shit. they got that jalapeno jelly. Have you wow. had that? A little, a no. little bit of toast with the cream cheese. Ooh, wow! No, yeah. man, that sounds great. Yeah. S so the advance. <laughs> hang this up real quick and. Go get like, some. Do you need to do a little Amazon scrolling <laughs> toast? Let's get some toast, baby. So the advanced fee scam is kind of perfect for the a internet age. You know, it allows anonymity and the ability to send thousands upon thousands of emails with essentially a single keystroke. Um, and since the mid '90s, it has become so common that it is now synonymous with with spam. And, uh, and also, you know, the Nigerian prince thing has sort of, like we mentioned earlier, turned into more of a punchline rather mm -hmm. than like a real threat. I think that the, one of the article I pulled this from 
some of this stuff from uh apparently 30 rock has made jokes about it like it's like a yep. mainstream uh joke basically mm-hmm. um and uh let's see in 2018 the con brought in more than seven hundred thousand dollars from americans uh the 419 scam is perhaps the best known example of social engineering uh, a, which is a range of strategies that fraudsters use to manipulate their targets into sharing personal and confidential information and enable further attack. Most social engineering attacks, uh, they'll begin with some form of phishing, right? Like a, mm-hmm. an email, a phone call. We get phone calls is like the new thing, robocalls mm-hmm. that yeah. tell you that like that you're on a cruise. <clears throat> yeah, or that your car's impounded and you need to pay x amount of dollars or your social security your car is expiring we wanted to check with you one last time before we pull the paperwork <laughs> i loved it perfect when, when these like robocalls started uh i was in the car with my folks at one point and uh my dad got a phone call and he picked it up and was just silent listening to what whoever was on the end and he hangs up the phone and he goes huh there's a there's a warrant out for my arrest apparently oh yeah yeah i've gotten that phone call a few times yeah me too <clears throat> well yes. i, I a, a close friend of ours, his grandparents were also scammed in a similar type of thing while we were on the road. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, so these not, these not are chill. these are all forms of advanced fee scams, basically. Um, so yeah, email, phone call, sometimes in person interaction, like the real ballsy con men will will do in person interactions. Uh, there are dozens of uh, scams with. Um, similar like i said similar things you have bogus job offer scams lottery scams pet scams if anyone's ever seen seven psychopaths that's basically what that is pet scams uh romance scams which that sounds sad and um, how does that even work i i think you would like maybe meet somebody in like a chat room and begin a relationship you know, oh, I see. Get yeah. them emotionally right? attached to you. Well, it's I've seen there was a uh, some you know true crime kind of thing that was basically a guy uh, got on the hook with some sort of like mail order bride type situation, but he was like heavy quote unquote in a relationship with a woman on sure. the internet, but he sure. was just paying her money, so he was just giving her cash, yeah, in various <laughs> gifts and things. We, we call over. that now uh, simping. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, there was also another one from Wikipedia. Uh, I didn't read too much into it because there was just so many, so much information. But there's something on there that showed up as mobile tower installation fraud. So uh, that what seems like a lot of that seems like a lot about. of work. Like, really? hey, well, it'd be like, hey, uh, your backyard. Uh, you know, oh, we'll, uh, if you know, we'll you know, we'll uh, if you put this in here. Uh, Wait, is that like? Oh, I think I'm thinking reverse. Like, we'll pay you to put stuff in your backyard, but it's all <laughs> yeah, fake. Yeah, that's a shitty scam. That's a reverse scam. You're yeah. getting you're, the scammer is the scammy. What's the fuck? That's just a normal <laughs> transaction. How does <laughs> that's business? That's business. That's, a business. that's capitalism, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for working that out with me, guys. Uh, wait, how does it work then? How does I don't. Own, I don't know. That? I didn't look into romance scams or pet scams, but the mobile tower installation fraud one was just funny to me, so I included it. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't look into most it. Interested in? <clears throat> I need to know about it now. Sorry, so, I'll get to the bottom of this. So yeah, don't worry, thanks. Somebody, somebody can, will reach out to you now. Yeah, yeah, you can do some googling. Uh, Hit me up right on Twitter now if you'd like. A representative will contact you shortly. Yeah, send me a poorly worded uh, DM on Twitter. 
Mm-hmm. So, so the thing with advanced fee scams is that they're probably a lot older than most people realize. I mean, if you think about it for two seconds, you probably go, oh, this has been going on for a long time. But basically, advanced fee fraud is actually a modern version of something called the Spanish prisoner con. Um, there are many variations, like I said, uh, that can be documented back to the French Revolution. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Wow. <clears throat> so over the years, the advanced fee scam has become so reliable that you, we now can spot it from, you know, the first sentence of an email that goes something like, I know this will come to you as a surprise because you do not know me, dot, dot, dot. And then they go mm-hmm. into the scam. Like, that's a major red flag now. I mean, it's been... 30 years since they've been doing I mean, this probably people the- people are at the point now where when their phone rings they're like who the fuck is yeah, calling me fuck phone calls like, are no you joking one, yeah, me no one answers phone calls unless you're like <laughs> you're in a business where you have to, you're rece- actively receiving cold calls no right. one picks up the fucking phone anymore. or you yeah, like so, like turned a resume in somewhere then you're answering so, the phone that's so it. then why yeah exactly so then why would i read an email that starts that way and be like hold on let's wait a now. minute <laughs> let's see let's see what he has to say <laughs> yeah we're much more uh uh wary uh, as a population i think now um so also uh, just annoyed annoyed yeah, yeah. And leave me the previ- fuck alone previously scammed <laughs> previously scammed for sure you never forget Uh, your first so um basically a message arrives claiming to be from someone in a place typically this is like the a big part of these typically from a place where there is some sort of global crisis going on for example these are real examples i found Uh, (laughs) i tried to pull brain (laughs) disclaimer (laughs) i tried to pull the most ridiculous ones uh, we have a prince who works for the Nigerian National Petroleum Company was one. Uh, Why there was a prince wor- okay. Never mind. There Princes was don't he, have he probably jobs. owns it. Yeah, that's how he worded it in the. It like ended with Prince Blank or whatever the fuck it was, but it started with I work for the Nigerian National Petroleum <laughs> Company. I'm a red, prince. Red flag. Yeah, yep. but I'm also a janitor. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's like a real rags, boss. It's a real Got rags it. to riches story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another or riches to rags, depending on where, where you. Yeah, at dire- depending on which direction he went. So another one was um, uh, about a 59-year-old man dying of cancer in Dubai, uh, who had like a bunch of money stored away somewhere. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So there was the daughter of a dead soldier killed during Libya's civil war. Who? Ooh, that's a, a good one. Again, yeah. I, love that. I think that's a that's a, a, a young teen novel. It's evocative. <laughs> the daughter of a dead soldier killed during the, the libyan civil war oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty like wordy but his wife or whatever yeah but now it's the yeah. daughter of a it's like the whole thing is the, it's like the, the entire book covers is covered in words <laughs> yeah i can see i can see addison kane sort of turning this into her own fan fiction oh <laughs> no. callback worst callback um, ever yeah, I'm just kidding. Omegaverse, I guess people like it. Whatever, give it up for him. Um, uh, another one. <laughs> give this, it up for him, everybody. Another one, which we'll touch upon in a little while as well, is uh, the cousin of a Nigerian astronaut. Oh no. Well, okay, hang on. Okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> I sort Hold of on. fucked this one up. <laughs> hang on, hear me out. My cousin, oh, he's a Nigerian astronaut. There, if uh, this was the, what's your condition, this episode would be called Nigerian astronaut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The cousin of a Nigerian astronaut who is stranded in God Russia. So the plot oh. thickens. 
<laughs> oh we will talk God. about we will we'll talk about that one. It's probably one of the more famous ones that went around a couple years ago. Um, so that basically, <clears throat> the plea is set in an environment of, like I said, global global news, a civil war, some sort of you know factors going on that are creating strife, right? Um, and they allude to uh, a mix sometimes of real and fake institutions. So the deal goes, you make the small initial payment, the advance fee, in exchange for some enormous return. But once you take the bait, things inevitably begin to go wrong. Custom staff changes, new bribes are needed. A key person in the transaction falls ill. <laughs> of course. Course. You know, normal shit. Uh, Probably got scurvy. Uh, a key person gets furloughed. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They got scurvy. There you go. Nice. Or syphilis. Oof, or boy. both. Skiffilis. Like me. S- so, <clears throat> so uh, you, you know, you, they just keep asking for a little bit more money, a little bit more money, um, and you'll make it all, all back. So this is where you run into, like, the sunk cost fallacy, right? You've already put so much money in that it seems crazy to you know turn back now um by the end you're just trying to make back what you've lost um Mm -hmm. yeah and so uh they're written as uh there's a quote uh as fairly well-educated foreigners uh speaking english with a word misspelled here and there and an occasional foreign idiom so this Ah. quote when do you think this quote came from what year well, all of this started, what, the early 90s? Yeah. Okay. What year is this quote from? Just throw in a year out there. I just really am curious what when you guys think someone quoted this about the Nigerian prince scam. 2007. Okay. Mm, 98. Okay, so it, that is a quote from 1898. <laughs> so you are 100 oh years old. That was correct. I didn't specify what fucking. Fantastic, love it. So it's it's from a New York Times article uh, when basically the Spanish prisoner scam had been running for decades at this point uh, through letter writing, basically. Of course, I was referring to 1898 when I said 98. Yes, yes, of course. So while there are you know even earlier scams with similar outlines. The first recognizable version, as I mentioned, is the Spanish prisoner, which cropped up after the French Revolution. A letter would arrive describing an aristocrat in exile who, in escaping from revolutionary violence, had thrown a chest of, full of jewels into a lake. His oh my face, God. His faithful, <laughs> his faithful servant, now writing this heartfelt letter, had come back to retrieve it and unfortunately ended up in prison. Unfortunately. The, tw- the twists and turns, guys... With just a little help from you, a fellow Frenchman, to aid in the servant's bail or escape, <laughs> break me out. <laughs> so this this really is the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that we Found have it. now discovered what the oldest trick in the book is. Yeah, Amazing. definitely. Um, so yeah, after bailing out the servant or, you know, uh, helping him to escape, mm-hmm. uh, you would earn a portion of the loot. The scheme worked constantly. Uh, there's another <laughs> quote, uh, by Eugene Vidoc. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that fucking perfectly. Uh, who was, I mean, who is going to correct you? Eugene is long gone. Yeah. He's a French conman turned uh, detective, I think. Or no, Ooh, sorry. Like he's a good D and D backstory. No, no, no. Sorry, the common thing's not. He's a criminal de- uh, detective, but he says, uh, "quote of a hundred such letters sent by French conmen, twenty were always answered." 
so it's a pretty good turnaround. Yeah, this is before the age of like mass. Uh, yeah, you can send a like a Mailchimp thing out. Yeah, this was be- this was before <laughs> yeah. this, this was before people this had podcast <laughs> is brought to you by Mailchimp. It's not, but we could be. <laughs> it's, it's Mailchimp not. if you're listening. It's actually this money. is this is mail brought to you by an actual chimp. Um, <laughs> no, Welcome it's also- monkey mail. Hey, that monkey's got your mail. Hopefully, it gets to you eventually. <laughs> well, and this is also in a time where like before you had to specify the difference between like the con and a long con because all mm. cons were long in this day and age. These took <laughs> months to mail, get man. to people. Come on, yeah. bogging you down. So yeah, makes sense. Um, <clears throat> So the con got its name uh, a century later when it was popularized in the United States States during the Spanish American War. The Spanish why can't I say Spanish? Spanish. The the Spanish prisoner letter was modified and adopted overseas in the following decades. In Nigeria, in particular, during the you know wildly corrupt 1980s, millions of paper 419 letters were sent all over the world. So this is where like because these were coming out of nigeria now where it came from and why they're also referred to specifically as 419 letters Mm. um again the con fit the context victims could be expected to know about the easy money circulating through the oil boom in nigeria at the time with developmental contracts and ministerial like slush funds that were going around to you know fund all these projects um just as they had known about like military adventures and hidden gold during the Spanish American war. Right. So that's why that context was, I've got loot in a lake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now it's <laughs> like, we've got oil in Nigeria. <laughs> loot in a lake. Man, I miss the loot in the lake days. Mm-hmm. A, a simpler time. I was never there, but I, I, I think about it often. <laughs> Just like laying underneath the coconut tree and being like, Oh, what's that in my back? And you find a big old chest. Yeah, man, mes- messages Just- in a bottle, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was fun. It was more tactile. I think that's the difference. Right, you know? Yeah. Can I can I just uh, uh, venture? I'm gonna use you guys as Google right now because okay. I don't fucking know. So when when the term that's con called man a conversation. Is- oh, look at that. Uh, the term con man is referring to a confidence man. Yes, mm-hmm, correct. Mm-hmm. So when we say, "Oh yeah, this is a common con," is it short for confidence? It would be. Yeah, in, I think the, the shortening the of new, con. Yeah, it just it just lacks confidence. Man, in context, makes sense to me, but just confidence on its own in that context is really strange to me. Yeah, this yeah. is a confidence. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think okay. once you shorten the word, it because it, it has a different definition. It has in its how own it's used, You know, yeah, its own yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like con like is synonymous it, with scam or a fraud. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, um, finally, you know, we come to the internet age where this really kind of blew up and and became well-known all around the globe um, uh, through, uh, let's see, the development for which, you know, the Spanish prisoners seem tailor-made. Letters could now evolve rapidly, responding in real time, as opposed to taking weeks or months for a letter to travel from, you know, uh, across the pond <laughs> it has been weeks since i've last heard from your last correspondence <laughs> yeah exactly I so have grown ill with syphilis and scurvy <laughs> at the same time <laughs> this is a horrible prison <laughs> so um Please, you know. i need your bail money and i will be sure to pay you back <laughs> see we did it guys the gang does a con <laughs> so this was the time when like 
cyber cafes were kind of like all the rage like if you didn't own a computer or if you lived in like an underdeveloped country you had cyber cafes all around the globe um which created a venue for sending you know massive streams of messages without the labor involved in forging postage so that was another thing like the con men in the 1800s they didn't even like pay for postage a lot of the times they would just forge their own postage Amazing. that's the real con yeah <clears throat> uh cheap bastards <laughs> uh the shift from letter to email meant that uh you know they could now incorporate links to corroborating sites and documents essentially mm-hmm. evidence that would bolster the the realism uh on which the the con relies um so this is where i want to just briefly touch on a guy who went even further uh this was a, a con man he was a french israeli con artist named gilbert chickley okay gilbert yeah and he uh he went so far as to schedule skype calls wearing a silicone mask of france's defense minister jean yves de la drian okay. and he scammed nice, roughly nice 90 million dollars um, oh my god yeah i have a photo i'm gonna send to you guys because it's it's how anybody fucking fell for this <laughs> is I'm, I'm so excited incredible this was like a big news story too um, or like you, you just you bank on like a shitty internet connection so it looks all oh yeah see that's, so what that's a nice. skype screenshot God looks like Ryan Gosling in Drive when he's wearing the fucking yeah yeah that's exactly there's oh like the God. eyes are black there are no teeth in his mouth it's it, 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 it they maybe get away with it a little bit because the you know ha- yeah, there's like greeny, five yeah. pixels in this whole image so and there's a flag to his right it looks legit yeah and there's an old timey phone on his desk yeah so they they really went for it. he skimmed ninety million dollars he got arrested and went to prison for a long time though but he, um but he has ninety million dollars so. Well, mm, I, not anymore. Yes. Just, just he he did for a moment. <laughs> so there's that a was similar the sweetest moment. Yeah, I don't know, man. If you're a con man, I feel like just getting away with it is more reward than the actual money. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I used to be a little fucking kleptomaniac as a kid, and I definitely did it for the rush, baby. You get into it for the money, but you stay for the thrill. Exactly. Know? Yeah. <clears throat> so there's a similar. Um, a similar strategy that's called uh, vendor email compromise or VEC, uh, which is actually on the rise currently. Agari, which is a uh, they're like a a private security company, basically specifically about for online stuff. Uh, they uh, they predicted that it will be the number one attack type in 2020, which, you know, we're now out of. So the article I read was probably a year old. But uh, in a typical scenario, basically the fraudster will create an invoice that looks identical to the real vendor they're saying they're from, uh, save for the bank account information. When the company then issues payment for whatever the invoice is, uh, saying like, oh, you need to pay for these supplies or whatever mm-hmm. we didn't get it the company issues that payment it then is deposited directly into the scammer's account mm. um so scams at this point have become so personalized that even uh the most careful or skeptical employees are at risk i actually talked to my coworker the other day and he said that he worked at a like a small little boutique and some random person called him and said hey you need to put all this money in the register 
go deposit it in the bank in this account. I work for the company and we there's like a fee we need to pay. And then another person called him. And so there were two scammers <laughs> trying to trick him on the phone to like give all the money in the register to some random bank account. Oh, my God. So <clears throat> it's basically what wow. that is, too. I just realized I did a scam. Oh, I'm no. Sorry, what? <clears throat> I, I did a scam. Uh, you did you I did a scam? It, I guess it was pretty intentional. Yeah, so... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the... <laughs> the uh, As your attorney, <laughs> I advise you to, to choose your Allegedly, Kyle, you allegedly did a scam. Right, right. Yes. I allegedly did a scam where... Uh, uh, the snowboard resort, the ski, the ski place, rare earth experts only. Uh, yeah, get there, get your back country on. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I would go there, uh, and you, if you were a student, you could get a $40 lift ticket instead of a $60 lift ticket. So I just kept photoshopping the same fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I took intro to geology for like six years, guys. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just kept photoshopping the date to show it to be forever. So I just saved 20 bucks a lot. That's incredible. That's, That's great. Am I going to jail? Uh, just ble- bleep out every time you say it. Okay. <laughs> John, stop saying <laughs> Now you just said it. Damn it. I need to stop saying <laughs> oh no, not- Damn it. So, uh, in the past, these types of scams were uh, like a numbers game, right? You would send out as many emails as possible to try and net at least somebody, uh, relying on those gullible enough to be fooled by this sort of outlandish scheme, um, which actually kind of plays a part into the willingness of the scam e to go along with the scam for so long. I, I was looking up the... I was looking... I was doing research last week and I found an article that touched on this a little bit. And basically what, what they were saying is that if somebody is willing to believe the outlandishness of this, it's like, uh, you know, you, you don't really have the critical thinking to go like question it too much more. And it's actually a part of why this scam works so well is the gullibility and your willingness to sort of like, believe this mm-hmm. those are usually the people that get ripped off so in a way yeah. it's kind of funny that like the thing that works best for it seems like the thing that would make it stick out the most you know what i mean that's so weird it's like hiding in plain sight yeah, yeah. exactly um so advanced fee scams are like a near perfect con if you think about it they're self-reinforcing and internally consistent uh there's something sort of logical about why the writer is resorting to such extreme measures um you know like i'm stuck in jail Uh, somebody anybody Mm -hmm. you know uh the reason the prisoner has the loot is the same reason that he needs to split it with you it's typically dirty money or you know somebody else's money they're desperate and they're willing to trust you know a stranger so there's been actually um now in the time of covid hackers are actually creating false public health warnings and circulating spoof web pages to uh-huh. like employees at targeted companies that say that like that mm-hmm. we are the company and also just to like individuals they'll send a link via text uh to like a website with like the exact replica of an hr oh, website man hold on i'm gonna pull it up because i got i got a text uh yesterday that i thought was fucking hilarious that was definitely <laughs> from a scam account 
So it says, uh, I, I mean, I don't know if anybody else on this call has AT&T as a, a wire, wireless provider, but occasionally they send you a, a text message saying like, you know, your account has uh, updated for something. Sure. And so sure, I got sure. a number from an eight or a nine, eight, five area code, which is not anything. And it says AT&T <laughs> colon. And then it says May exclamation point. You came first in the Connecticut AT&T rewards. Claim your iPad here or show this code at AT&T store. And I just responded, not today, Satan, because why would AT&T <laughs> come at me with this? Oi, mate. <laughs> You know, Mate. You, know really, you know what's really funny is Sam is also an AT&T, our buddy Sam, he also sent me a screenshot of the same text. We're like, mate, with uh-huh. an exclamation point yeah. after it. But also, John, they're talking about Connecticut. I just looked it up. 985 is Louisiana. So, oh plot thickens. Yeah. yeah. Don't really uh, fucking know what's going on The smallest there. amount of Googling would g- gives these away mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, they'll send like... Uh, dummy websites that look like the hr department of the company these employees work for and they tell them that like you know you have to log in to view the advisory except now instead of money the scammers are now seeking personal data Mm -hmm. right that's what is the money maker nowadays um so yeah those are those are uh advanced fee scams i did say i was gonna read to you the nigerian astronaut yes. email yes thank you so, stranded in russia yes so that's what we're gonna do now to end this episode <clears throat> so subject nigerian astronaut wants to come home <laughs> doctor <laughs> is he stuck there <laughs> dr bakar tunde astronautics project manager national space research and development agency so really quick, N- before N- we go any further, is this, is this potentially a dramatic reading opportunity? Ooh, yeah. It's pretty long, so I don't want to. I don't want to put okay, music over okay. this. Yeah, okay, you yeah. guys are gonna have questions throughout. Uh, okay, 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 fair. I just had to ask. I was like, we can, we can do a thing. No, no, Stargate no. log. <laughs> I've been lost. <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, it's so- been so many days since I've seen my loot. I need to find my, loot, my space loot. my space treasure. I would like to pet my loot one more time before I fling myself into the sun. Earthling, may you help me return to my so, loot. So then it has the address, which is of course in Nigeria. And A space it be- address? No, no, no. It's plot fifty-five Misua space Street. lane. PMB 437 <laughs> Garki Abuja FCT Nigeria Milky Way Avenue Milky Way mm-hmm. Avenue um, so the letter begins dear Mr. Sir <laughs> <laughs> okay sick in all caps request for assistance strictly confidential mm. okay I am Dr. Bakar Tunde the cousin of Nigerian astronaut Air Force Major Abaka Tunde. He was the first African in space when he made a secret flight to the Salyut 6 space station in 1979. He was on a later Soviet space flight, Soyuz T-16Z to the secret Soviet military space station Salyut 8 He's given up a lot of secrets. in 1989 i don't have proper clearance for this information mr (laughs) you know what's funny privilege there are oh well there's (laughs) there are parts that are blacked out with like black marker but i think it's just a phone number yeah it looks really redacted um so uh 
he went to another space station in 1989. He was stranded there in 1990 when the Soviet Union was dissolved. His other Soviet crew members returned to Earth on the Soyuz T-16Z, but his place was taken up by returned cargo. There have been col- occasional progress <laughs> supply flights to keep him going since that time. He is in good humor, but wants to come home. In the 14 years since he has been on the station... He has accumulated flight pay and interest <laughs> amounting to almost 15 million American dollars. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. almost. This man has been trapped on a space station for 14 years. <laughs> he keeps getting bumped for cargo? Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Sorry, bro. We have too much fucking tang to ship back. You can't come. <laughs> So he has accumulated, yeah, f- flight pay. This is held in a trust at the Lagos National Savings and Trust Association. If we obtain access to this money, we can place a down payment with the Russian space authorities. I don't know that mm-hmm. that's a thing. For, yeah, a Soyuz, totally. for a Soyuz return flight to bring him back to Earth. <laughs> I am told this will cost three million American dollars. In order to access his, the, oh, sorry, there is a typo here. In order to access the his trust fund, we need your assistance. Consequently, my colleagues and I are willing to transfer the total amount to your bank, to your account, or subsequent disbursement. Since we as civil servants are prohibited by the Code of Conduct Bureau from opening and or operating foreign accounts in our names. Needless to say, the trust reposed on you at this juncture is enormous. In return, we have agreed to offer you 20% of the transferred sum, while 10% shall be set aside for incidental expenses between sure, the parties. Got, I mean, your Slurpees, your, uh, mm-hmm. your uh, astronaut ice cream. Space you know, gas. Inci- incidentals. You yeah, know, whatever it, you use to propel yourself through space, so space solid gas, rocket fuel. <laughs> yeah, hot uh, you, dogs probably. Yeah, f- lots of freeze dried fruits and mm. vegetables. Floating uh, assorted nuts, dipping dots. <laughs> floating assorted nuts. Yeah, anti gravity nuts. Let's just cool. put it that way. Yeah. Uh, you will be mandated to remit the balance 70% to other accounts in due course. Kindly expedite action as we behind blah, 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 financial quarter. Please acknowledge the receipt. And this is the phone number. So this, um, this went around and there were many news articles written about the, (laughs) the Nigerian astronaut trapped in space for 14 years. (laughs) Incredible. Amazing. So I, I I just love that this dude was kept getting bumped for cargo yeah yeah that's really it what a story i mean he's just you know country first i guess yeah well he he's the man of the that space station's jimmy kimmel tonight yeah exactly so that was uh ad uh, uh advanced fee scams um you know and i think the the thing to learn here is you know don't believe everything on the internet um we're living in an age right now where places like parlor can exist and awful racist facebook groups and propaganda groups exist so uh we've really we've really stepped it up a notch since the advanced fee scam yeah (laughs) yeah things Um, have really ramped up hey they've really rocketed oh hey that scams out of this world buddy yeah exactly uh so yeah that was advanced fee scams thank you thanks harlan thanks buddy thanks so much for joining us we hope to see you again soon this podcast is a product of bird bar incorporated